Hey everyone, welcome to the Off the Rail Show on the Earned Five Star Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of the Faith over at OneFootDown.com. How are y'all doing? Look, it's been a long, long, long time since I've done uh, an Off the Rail Show. And this is going to be one where um, I think uh, there's going to be a whole lot of screaming or terrible takes, hopefully. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that that's what it's there for. Um, I just want to thank everyone. Uh, I, I know it wasn't much of a transition for everybody the, uh, from doing from the pod before to now to the Earn Five Star. But uh, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for the kind words. And just a reminder to everybody: get those reviews and ratings uh, done over at Apple Podcasts. Any review that you leave, we will read word for word on the next Earned Five Star Podcast. Um, I actually was sitting down. Uh, sitting down tonight, and I was starting to pet out some <clears throat> some stuff the for Jude and Brendan and I to do uh, over the next few months. Um, you know, trying to keep it fresh. Got some got some new ideas. Got some different ideas for some shows uh, to do, um, and definitely some that uh, are kind of booby trapped uh, for Jude and I to to have a internet fist fight. Um, so that'll be lovely. Uh, but one thing that I have been doing over the last few years that I had not done yet was the great naming of names. Uh, and I, I'm just, I'm not going to let a spring get away without it. Um, if you don't know what this is, uh, a few years back, uh, I sat down to, to do an off the rails or whatever. It was a solo pod to do kind of like a spring preview. <laughs> and it really turned out to be just a list of names. I mean, it was, simplicity at its finest, I suppose. Um, it was a little strange, uh, not a whole lot of info. Uh, but, uh, but nonetheless, there was people that liked it. And one of those people, uh, was our good friend, Brendan. Uh, he just loved it. And so really I've been, uh, I've, I think I've done it three times now. I, I, I really can't remember, but anyways, uh, Brendan loves it. And again, I meant to do this a few weeks ago. Uh, before spring ball started, uh, but I had really, really had a bad, terrible cough and could barely go. If, I mean, it, it was tough. Uh, and so I can hide that on the podcast uh, by by muting and letting Jude and uh, and Brendan speak, um, quote unquote, let. But I really can't on this. It's just I'm not technical savvy. I'm not going to go back and, you know, I'm not going to go back and check or edit things. I mean, come on. Who who does that? Who who edits uh, podcast sound. I mean, come on. Uh, so, um, really waited for me to not have such a bad cough, uh, to do this. So we're, we're into spring ball. So this may not be a little, little anticlimactic. Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, that's what I'm here to do. And that's what we're going to do. So if, if you don't understand what this is, I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, good luck to you, uh, getting through life. Uh, but uh, if you know what this is, we're not gonna we're not gonna beat around the bush too much about this, and we're just gonna attack it. So here we go with uh, another names, and this is, and also this is going to be just the players who are uh, enrolled right now in South Bend. Um, so the freshmen that uh, that will enroll in June, uh, they don't they don't get to be on the 
great naming of names uh, podcast. It's just sorry, man. You got to be got to be enrolled or uh, early enrollee. Um, and we don't uh, time waits for no man. And by, by the time it, that it's June, we are many PBRs into into life, and we're not doing that. So, all right, let's let's get started here. Uh, and we're I th- think I do this usually do this position group by position group. Um, so even if I haven't before, that's what we're about to do now. So, uh, yeah, this is dedicated to you, Brendan, my friend. Uh, glad you get to enjoy uh, this simple podcast for your simple life and your simple day. Uh, quarterbacks, we got freshman Kenny Minchie, sophomore Steve Angeli, junior Tyler Buckner, and the super senior Sam Hartman. Now we all know, you know, we all know how this room breaks down. Um, I do got to say, a couple weeks into spring ball. It's a it's a good looking room. Heard a lot of good things about our boy uh, peanut butter and jelly, um, and Kenny Minchie is, is getting that. He's already getting getting a little bit of that spring love, uh, where he's throwing some really nice balls. Uh, but you know, all uh, all praise all praise be to uh, Sam Hartman. Uh, there, th- th- things are looking up in that room. This is, I, I think, Priester and O'Malley. We're saying it best. Like this is just like so much better than the quarterback room we had last year, and you know, like one versus one, two versus two, three for three. Like it's just the difference is just so big. So good, uh, good on that. So it's a great room. Hopefully, we have some fun with it this spring. Uh, running backs, uh, Jader- sophomores, Jadarian Price and Jabrain Payne, and juniors, Audrey Castame and Logan Diggs. Uh, Price. Still coming off of his injury, not much of a um, of an issue there. Uh, Payne, uh, really looking to see something from him this spring, just a, a little bit of something. Um, it sounds like a small running back room right now with just the four backs, um, uh, which we'll get to, into. Obviously, there's someone not there that that was there uh, just a few months ago, uh, and then you know we'll have a freshman coming in, but. Uh, between these four, I mean, it really comes down to, you know, we're looking at, you know, a one-two tandem. And it's like Thunder and Super Thunder, uh, Andre Estime and Logan Diggs. Um, Estime really looks, really looks trimmed down. Like his, his body has took a different shape. Now, full disclosure, in the DMs, I was very angry. Not angry, but just like, we got I got into an argument with, with our good friend Greg um, and Brendan about SMA and, and, and this whole body change thing. And I'm a person who doesn't like a lot of change. And the things that Audric SMA does, I want him to keep doing that I love. Um, you know, but I just, I did, you know, don't lose the power. And, and, and one look at, one look at Audric SMA, I think the last thing you're thinking is that he lost any bit of power. So I think we're good there, but he does look a little trimmer. Um, he does, and he's always had quick feet, you know, and so it's, does he have some, a little bit more escapability? Does he have a little bit more breakaway speed? We shall see. Um, that would be, you know, for Notre Dame to get their running backs to have longer than like 13, 14 yard max runs uh, would be helpful this year. Um, it would have been helpful last year too, but, uh, but we'll go with that. So, 
So smaller room right now, but uh, uh, tons of talent there. That's the man digs. I do. I am. You know, going into like the blue goal game, we look at that as like a a running paradise, right? Like it's a hand. You're handing the ball off. I think maybe that might change a little bit this year, given the way the roster setup is. That maybe they just go like, <laughs> you know. Uh, like passing camp, like almost like seven on seven style, uh, but with a you know with your full lineups out there. Um, but we'll see. Uh, tight ends, uh, sophomores Eli Raritan and Holden Stays, juniors Mitchell Evans and David Sherwood, and senior Kevin Bauman. A lot of injuries in that tight end room right now. Um, again, going back to what we just said about. Uh, you know, a smaller running back room. Given the injuries on in the tight ends, uh, we'll we'll see how that w- ends up working out through the rest of the spring. Um, you know, again, like Raritan uh, and Bauman, uh, the what they call them, the pit bros. Uh, but getting those guys back into place, Raritan's the guy that I've had since he was a uh, a junior. I think I've been kind of like, ooh, checking out. You know, one of those guys that. Uh, I'm not sure what his ranking was in high school. To be honest with you, maybe it was a maybe it was a four star. I thought it was a three star, but anyways, uh, he's just he that guy has all all of the tools to be like the next really good tight end. Another name, Holden stays another one. But I mean, Mitchell Evans, hashtag Ohio forever, uh, love him, ready for him to to do the takeover. Um, but strong room. Uh, we'll see how Sam Hartman and and Jared Parker uh, use the tight ends this season to attack. Uh, we're not going to have a tight end leading the team in receptions. I can promise you that much. Um, <clears throat> speaking of those receptions, and this is where a lot of the focus is by a lot of people uh, because of, you know, everything that went on before uh, <laughs> last year. Uh, and then just looking towards the future, see what we have. So a lot of receivers last spring. I think there was like four guys we could use <clears throat> this year. It's a little bit different. Uh, freshman Braylon James. Rico Flores, Jaden Greathouse, sophomore Tobias Merriweather, juniors Dion Colsey, Lorenzo Styles, Jaden Thomas, senior Chris Tyree, and then super seniors Matt Salerno and Caleb Smith, the elder. <clears throat> we'll see Caleb Smith, the junior um, freshman, the junior freshman, uh, coming in June. But um, a lot of guys here and a lot of possibilities, right? Like, that was the weak point going into the season last year. And now, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, Colsey and Thomas, especially, like, coming on the end of the season, especially Jaden Thomas. Uh, We all, I think, love the move of Chris Tyree on a slot. He just he wasn't getting it done at running back. It wasn't, like, it wasn't terrible, but it was like he was – he's the home run threat, right? Like, he's the guy that's supposed to take, take the ball and take it to the house, and that wasn't happening. Um, and so maybe getting him in space, uh, as a slot receiver is going to work out a little better, right? Like get, you know, get on the ball and, and let him go, let him turn on the burners. So <clears throat> that move, I definitely love. And everybody else does. He looks quicker with the number change. Um, that maybe that's, you know, obviously that's just kind of in your head, but, <laughs> uh, just one of those things. He looks smaller too, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, T- Tobias Merriweather definitely. We want to see more than the than the one catch, one touchdown catch we saw last year. 
but the freshman is, is who everyone's got the eyes on. Um, and we're starting to see those guys through, you know, some through videos, through social media posts, um, kind of what they're doing in the spring. And, um, you know, they're getting a shot to show their skills and, and, and to improve and get better uh, and to put themselves in a position um, to maybe make a contribution this year um, in the season. Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to do the, all the offensive linemen because I kind of have it out. <clears throat> I think I'm right, but I think, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go this route. Uh, so at center, Ashton Craig, Pat Coog, sophomore, junior, Pat Coogan, uh, super senior Zeke Carell. Now, Zeke Carell, locking that down. Um, at center, hashtag Ohio forever. Uh, Ashton Craig is the name we keep hearing as the guy that's uh, that's coming on as a uh, second, maybe the third team center, but also Pat Coogan. But Pat Coogan's also a guy that could be put in at guard uh, that they like a lot. And that's a... Um, <laughs> For for star lovers, the, you know people are probably besides themselves. But the coaches like Pat Coogan a lot, um, and he's definitely a guy over the last year uh, or so that uh, a little bit longer than that that keep hearing good things about him from practice. Like the coaches like him, he's he's coming on. So, um, however they use him, I, I would imagine uh, as Notre Dame tries to find two guards, uh, he's going to get some looks uh, looks there with you know obviously Carell's locking down that spot at center and. Um, and then I've heard good things about Ashton Craig at, at center as well. So uh, maybe Coogan definitely makes a stronger move uh, for the guard spot. Uh, speaking of guard, um, <clears throat> sophomore Billy Shrouth, junior Rocco Spindler, and super senior Andrew Kristoffic. Uh, we'll just say it. Like, so no one really is expecting, unless you're just like a recruiting, like, you live and die by the stars, but not what's actually happening. No one's really expecting Rocco Spindler to win one of the uh, one of the guard spots, and uh, it just is what it is. Uh, Billy Shrouth had some some players talk some some smack about him uh, in a good way. Uh, the, I think it was during bowl season, and so there was an expectation there that that he could take one of those spots. Uh, but as far as like. Um, you know, and also, again, I was going to be all the linemen in one spot because, you know, a guy like a senior, Michael Carmody, I might as well just throw in there at guard because he came out number one at guard. Uh, I still haven't listed as a tackle on my scholarship chart, but that's neither here nor there either. Um, but anyways, Christophic seems like probably a guy who's going to win, um, win a guard spot. So there's, you know, a, one spot open left on the offensive line. Maybe that goes to Billy Shrouth. Maybe that goes to Michael Carmody, who, who started off that, at that spot. I don't know. Um, but uh, that's what we're going to roll with. Uh, then at tackle, uh, sophomores, Ty Chan and Emil Wagner. Juniors, Blake Fisher and Joe Alt. And seniors, uh, we'll say Michael Carmody's name one more time, and uh, Tosh Baker. Um, kind of one of those now or never things for, for Tosh Baker. Not sure. Um how that's going to work. Uh, but Blake Fisher and Joe Alt, they're, these are, these are all American caliber first round draft pick players. 
I mean, Joe Alt is <laughs> is the golden child of PFF right now, um, as we joke uh, on the podcast, I think the last episode a couple of times. Uh, and Blake Fisher has, has slimmed down, um, which has made him a lot more mobile, uh, which makes him more athletic there at right tackle. Uh, Notre Dame is, is not not in a hurting for all-star, you know, all-American type tackles uh those two starting and then I, I you know i don't know what's going on with the younger with the younger kids um you know like chan and wagner uh but we'll just hope for the best i suppose uh <laughs> hopefully we don't have a season like 2020 where we are or 21 sorry where we are going through like five tackles before we find joe alt but uh but yeah big boys ready to rock and that's your offense. Right now, that is your offense for spring up in South Bend. <clears throat> Moving over to the defensive side of the football. And I'm going to include... <clears throat> now, there's that, there's that almost cough. Sorry, guys. Anyways, I'm going to include um, all defensive linemen uh, as I read this, and then we'll give a little, little bit of a talk about them. Um, it's definitely a position group as a whole on the line. We could have would have been nice to have seen uh, see more early enrollees. Um, you know, sh- you know this uh, in this class. Uh, the numbers c- could be bigger for springs, put that way. Um, but this is what we got. We got f- freshman Devin Houston, sophomores Tyson Ford, and Donovan Heinish. Uh, Joshua Burnham, Aiden Gobera, and Junior Tuhialamaka. Uh, juniors Gabe Rubio and Jason Anye. And seniors Aiden Kianana. Kian- uh, I do that every time. Kianana, we'll just call it like that. I, it's butchered. My bad. Uh, Riley Mills, Alex Ahrensberger, Ahrensberger, sorry, I shouldn't have messed that one up. Uh, and Jordan Badello. And then super seniors, Howard Cross, Nana Safamensa, and Javante Jean Baptiste. So there's some. I think the front line guys are are pretty solid here. I I like Nana Safamensa quite a bit, um, and you know I like Howard Cross quite a bit. Uh, I hope they have Riley Mills definitely locked in as an inside guy rather than the outside. But it's just it's going to be. It's going to be kind of a mix and match kind of a sesh, right? Like there's some guys that, you know, that can, you know, play a little outside, you know, play play a little, also play a little three. Um, you know, a guy like Riley Mills is definitely one of those guys. Um, but kind of like the, you know, the thing that sticks out a little bit to me is guys like, you know, your sophomores, Burnham and Tua Alamaca. Both those guys came in as linebackers at Notre Dame. Um but they quickly they knew that Burnham was going to develop into into an end, um, and then although Tua Halamaka played all season at linebacker, I think he played um, in the Viper role for the bowl game. I don't know why I can't remember that, but uh, uh, anyways, we knew that this that that move was coming, so uh, that's all good. Uh, but <clears throat> definitely want to see you know Jordan Batello. That's a that's a big name this spring. Um, hopefully, it's not a spring thing. 
but hopefully, you know, this catches on. Like he gets the job done. We are in, kind of in desperate need of a pass rush, um, and we need to cre- create one. Uh, hopefully, we do it without Golden Cullen, uh, a safety blitz um, inside the goal line, which would be which would be a big step forward in the, in the right direction. <clears throat> but the, the Ohio State transfer, uh, Javante Jean Baptiste. I just want to see what he can do. I don't know. Let's let's see what he can do. He's rocking number one. Uh, so that's you know that's definitely something. It's the first time somebody's worn number one since the fateful 2016 season when Kelly had all sorts of dumb reasons for the number one. But um, Howard Cross as a super senior, um, tough inside guy. It's just it's just not a very big defensive line, um, and the the rush ends aren't very typical. They're not, they don't, they don't have a, a, a Isaiah Foskey style body style. Let's put it that way. Or like a Romeo Aquara, a Julian Aquara type body style. So we'll see how they develop that pass rush there. I do like it. I mean, I think it's, I think these are tough guys. This is a tough defensive line uh, and they should, should hold up pretty well with the guys that are, that we play on the schedule. Um, so we'll see. We'll definitely see. I, I am curious to see how Tyson Ford fits in, if at all, um, moving forward, you know, this this season. Um, love seeing the Heinish. Love, love seeing a Heinish uh, on the roster. Uh, just knowing there's been a Heinish, there's going to be a Heinish there for about a decade is, is fantastic. Um, so now we move to a linebackers. Uh, freshman Drake Bowen. Preston Zinner and Jay Nosberry. Sophomores Nolan Ziegler and Jalen Sneed. Junior Prince Kali. And then super seniors Jack Kaiser, Maris Lewifile, and JD Bertram. Already, already hearing the, the hate from fans uh, for the super seniors Kaiser, Lewifile, and Bertrand. Uh, they. They want them immediately replaced with uh, Colleen Sneed, uh, and probably you know go ahead and throw in a freshman because people just oh this guy could do it instead. Uh, I am a little more conservative on this. I did, look their linebacker play was not great last year. I get it, um, but is this the best that are, these three these three are your starters? Kaiser, Lewis, and Bertrand played a lot of football. Um, know the defense. And they play okay. They played good most of the, There is still a chance here. Uh, Leofile played way too many snaps, way too much. And you kind of knew what was going on. It was like a. Leofile reminded me of, and I think we said it on the pod quite a few times, of like Harrison Smith when John Tenuta was in town. Well, and they kept, you know, bringing Smith, who was a linebacker at the time, <clears throat> off the edge, and he kept like jumping in the air and and getting his dick smoked by a helmet, by an offensive tackle or a running back. Like it was just like bringing the heat for no reason there uh, with him. But we'll see. Um, spring's going to be a tough one to evaluate as far as where Notre Dame's sitting at linebacker wise. I just I don't think it's going to be a um, anything kind of clear cut. Um, again, I expect this year's blue goal game. I expect to be more of like a of, a, of a seven on seven game than the spring games we've been used to of, of just handing the ball off, you know, a lot of the times. So we'll see. 
Uh, at safety, probably, and probably the group that needs, they need a good spring. They they need to they need to figure out what what the hell they're doing back there. Um, freshman Adon Schuler and Ben Minnick. Seniors Xavier Watts and Ramon Henderson, and then super seniors DJ Brown, and the freshman from Oklahoma State Thomas Harper. Um, <clears throat> Uh, as you saw, we skipped right from freshmen to seniors because that's just how things have been recruited and, you know, the way the roster attrition has worked. So definitely, uh, you know, Watts and Henderson, uh, Watts, Henderson, and Brown because Harper's injured right now. Those three are, are using, you know, that this spring they're, they got to, they got to work it out. They got to figure it out. It has to work with, with these three guys. Um, obviously, I mean, Guess we can dive into a transfer portal. Um, we'll see what happens there, but um, come May. But this is who we got this spring. Um, Watts, the, the move from wide receiver to safety is complete now. I mean, <laughs> your training is complete. Uh, it's he should be ready to go. Henderson, same thing. I mean, should be ready to 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 really rise the occasion. If they don't, then it's over with. I mean, I. It's it's not going. To, we're not going to have a lot of success uh, on defense. They really need um, these safeties to click this year. DJ Brown, I like more than other people, so um, and always will. So probably a little more bias in my opinion of him. But you know, look, when Kyle Hamilton went down in in both his sophomore and junior year, it was DJ Brown that came in um, and still solidified. The, the defense didn't miss much of a beat, um, and that was Kyle Hamilton. Now, obviously, yes, Hamilton is head and shoulders better player, but just go back and look what happened when he went out of a game, and then here comes we're playing without without him. Notre Dame's defense didn't do a whole lot of wasn't much different um, without him at the time. So uh, the ability's there, um, but definitely uh, had some bad bad moments over the last few years. Um, and again, we'll see what happens with Harper. Interesting to find out how the you know is Harper the the a true nickel of you know for the season. Um, maybe that's going to be another for another guy that's sitting at corner. And let's get to the cornerbacks. Uh, freshman Christian Gray, sophomores Jaden Mickey, Benjamin Morrison, juniors Ryan Barnes and Chance Tucker, senior Clarence Lewis, and then super senior Cam Hart. Without question, Benjamin Morrison is a star in the making. Um, just a phenomenal freshman season, freshman All-American, uh, looking to ha- have himself a, a just a good old-fashioned All-American season this year. Um, Cam Hart is has every bit of the uh, of the tools to have a really good season. Um, I still love that body style. I think that was a, um, but you know, staying injury-free is going to be a big one. Um, I think I went on record a few, maybe a month or so ago, about Clarence Lewis. I think he's going to have. I think, I think of all the players on the roster who has like the most improvement from last year to next year might be end up being Clarence Lewis, and a lot of that might be due to to him playing more of, of a nickel role. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I know a lot of people like still like Jaden Mickey. Um, you know, maybe for something like that. Uh, as well, 
Um, I don't expect this whole cornerback room to to be returning. Uh, I mean, uh, I just between Brian Barnes and Chance Tucker, I think those are a couple of guys that uh, we'll just have to see what they got this spring, um, and maybe they might decide to, to do something somewhere else uh, afterwards. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, we still have a you know another freshman coming in uh, in June at this position group, so. That is that. It's I got my eye on. <laughs> I'm the only one who's who's out there, out there sticking my neck out, cheering on Clarence Lewis. I swear to God, I'm the only one. Um, but excited to see uh, see some development there because uh, I, the more corners we have when we need that we need out there when we're running nickel and dime packages, uh, the better off we'll be definitely in coverage. So I'm really hoping and uh, Clarence Lewis steps up and, and checking that out. Um, specialists, we don't need to get into it a whole lot. Michael Vincent's back. I mean, 15 year senior, uh, just, <laughs> just making six star lawn snappers disappear off the roster as he, as he, as his takeover is there. So, um, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. And that's it. That is your 2023 Notre Dame spring football roster, great naming of names uh, with a asterisk of a little bit of commentary. Um, but because I got a few thoughts, we might as well get them out there. Um, and that's it. So thank you for hanging out and listening to some names and some very quick, very basic, basic bitches uh, <laughs> commentary about these players. Um I will say that I, I will go back to the defensive line, like guys like Brennan Vernon, um, especially, and, and I think even uh, like Bubakar Trayar, a couple of freshmen that I really want to see if they can push for some PT as freshmen. Um, Brennan Vernon looks like a man. Um, hashtag Ohio forever. Just waiting on that to explode. I, I think I think the world of him. I think the the ratings drop. Uh, from him being a five star to being like a, a mid four star it was a bunch of shit. Uh, the state of Ohio and the writers in Ohio uh, agree with me. Um, so, anyways, so that's it. Now, we hopefully will have a new earned five star, fully on full pod. Um, maybe Sunday night we'll record, maybe, maybe. Uh, if not, we'll have something midweek next week. And if we do do something midweek, I'll try to do something between uh, this and then. Um, I got like I said, sat down, had a few ideas. I think we're gonna we're gonna flex on the pod uh, just a little bit harder uh, this off season um, because we got all we all got shit to do outside, right? Everyone's got their projects. Maybe you're like me and you got a kitchen that's going to take you six months to renovate. You need someone to listen to. You need someone to hang out with. I'll hang out with you, buddy. Uh, so, anyways, for everyone over at uh, One Foot Down, for my co-hosts that are probably in bed right now because it is so late, thanks for listening, and as always, go Irish. Go Irish.